everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers, and we both use she, her pronouns. Slay, holler, slay. <laughs> you guys, so we're recording virtually. Let's all cross our fingers that this goes well, because we know the pattern of how this usually goes when it's just us for some reason. <laughs> um <laughs> Sending good vibes into the world. Sending I know. I did take my bra off for this occasion. I said I've been working all day from home. Why was I wearing a I'm bra? I'm not wearing pants. You guys, this is such I'm a great. And I was wearing my cool black and white pants. And I was like, just in case, I don't want to risk bleeding through on them. So I'm taking <laughs> and instead of putting on other pants. Sarah, I can't see. You can only see the top of my body. Right. right. You can't even see that I'm not wearing a bra, but. I mean, it wouldn't really matter, but speaking of vaginal health, (laughs) y'all, I literally said that on the phone to my gynecologist today. She was like, Sarah, I'm so sorry. All these things are happening. And I was like, yeah, my vaginal health is just not working with me. And she like laughed. But basically, I have been breakthrough bleeding for like a solid month now. Um, Yeah, which has not been fun for me or my sex life. Um, no. I know. And I was like, I don't know why this is happening. So last week, I just decided to stop my birth control. I have never learned the lesson that it's probably not good to just like stop medicine cold turkey. <laughs> but that's what I did. Um, and fin- like I finally got my regular period this week. And it was so long. It was like seven days. I've ne- I never get my period for that long. Sucked, but it's finally over. And then yesterday, Audrey and I had all these like fun, important plans. And I got a UTI. Girl, UTIs are the worst. Do you remember our junior year when I literally got a UTI every single month for like eight months to the point in which had I gotten one more, they were going to put me on like permanent antibiotics where I was taking antibiotics every single day. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. No way. I, yeah, I don't no, think I knew terrible. that. Terrible. Well, also junior year, I wasn't around. Yes. Yeah. I was um, MIA. I, I also didn't, I think, probably tell a ton of people that I had constant UTIs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was terrible. Like I literally was in like crazy amounts of pain. Yeah. They're just so painful. And I don't know about you or anybody else, but when I get them, like, I, I just don't want to leave the toilet. Like, so I would not be able to sleep because if I became at all dehydrated that I would be in crazy, crazy pain. Mm -hmm. And so I would sleep and then you become more dehydrated while you sleep. And I'd wake up in horrible pain and have to like be downing water. And then it would take like another like hour or so till the water really gets through to your urethra. I know. Terrible. It's not fun. I took like the CVS medicine, like as azo or something, it like makes your pee orange. Uh-huh. I remember yeah. the first time that happened. I was so freaked out. I was Me like, what the f- It should tell you that it's going to do that. I will never Because I was like, is forget. that fucking blood? I know. It I was, was so, so scary. scared. It's yeah. scary. No, it's so scary. I remember the first time. I think I was in like high school when I took it for the first time. And I was like, what is happening? It was creepy. Still is creepy, honestly. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I have been suffering. I am so sorry. I cannot believe they make women suffer like this. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, this is ridiculous. We really can't catch a break. Yes. How are you? Um, I'm all right. As everyone knows, again, not been having the cutest time. I, I came up with a little thing that I wanted to say and a little thing that I'm going to play for you. Um, I wrote out what I wanted to say because I felt like I was going to forget things. It's yeah. not super eloquent, but the, okay, here's my little speech. I've been having a hard time and I want to keep talking about it on here. I misspelled here. I wrote here as an audio instead of here as in the place. Um <laughs> Because it so often feels like there's only an allotted amount of time that you're allowed to struggle and be a mess. And oftentimes, at least to me, I know it feels like everyone else is able to get back up and keep going really easily. I'm still going. I mean, I'm still here doing this podcast, but I'm really struggling and have been struggling for a long time. And if you are also, I want you to know you're not the only one. I wanted to also say thank you to everyone who has reached out and helped as I have struggled. And I wanted to apologize to the friends that I haven't shown up for. 
to people struggling, please try to reach out to others and tell them how you're doing. I promise it'll help. It won't fix it, but I promise it'll help at least a little bit. There are people who want to love you and help support you, and you need to give them the chance to do so. Telling them and talking to them won't fix it, but I promise it'll make it at least a little bit easier. There's a video that Sarah's partner actually sent to me this weekend that really helped. It's by a creator named The Mother Birdie, and I wanted to play part of the video for y'all. Slay, Olivia. Welcome to How to Save Yourself When the World is Burning. Take a deep breath, unclench your jaw. If the only thing you did today was take another breath, then today was a successful day. I don't care about the laundry. I don't care about the work that need to be done. If you can't say it, I will. You've been fighting for your life. You've been fighting for your life. That deserves some respect, don't you think? Anyone who would fight this hard deserves some respect, don't you think? It's no wonder you feel tired. It's no wonder you feel alone. You've been fighting for a really long time. You're not going to be alone forever. There are people that you haven't even met yet who will change your whole world. Give them time to meet you. Go wash your face, drink a little water, and we're going to try again tomorrow. Anyway. Oh, I that love that. meant a lot to me when I saw it this, I think it was this past weekend, maybe. Um... And I'm on here and we're, we're going to be talking about having fun in your 20s today. And like, I'm going to be laughing and smiling. And like, that is going to be very real in this moment. What's also going to be really real in this moment is overall recently, I've not been doing well. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. I just want to keep saying that because I like, I really, that is something that I've spoken to my therapist about of like, it really feels like there's an amount of time that you're allowed to not be well for. And mm. after that, it feels like a burden to others around you. And even though I know logically that my friends don't feel that way, like it feels unfair to continue. And it, that's fair. Like you can't keep expecting others to give and give and give for forever. Um, but I don't know. I just like, I feel like it, the way that we all see each other is we see each other maybe fumble for a little bit and then get right back up and maybe even seems to other people like that's what I'm doing. But I want to let you know it's not. I'm not doing cute. I'm doing bad. Um, But I'm trying and I have a lot of love and support and I'm focusing on the basics right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. want to say that little thing. I love that. It wasn't little. That was pretty long. Anyway. No, it doesn't matter. I love that. I agree. I think it was funny. I was talking with Olivia about this yesterday because I was having not the best day yesterday because I felt bad about like having to cancel everything because I wasn't feeling like well, like health wise. And then I think for me, when I cancel things, it like brings me back to when I was like in the very pits of my depression. And then I feel like I can't trust myself. Am I like, am I making up excuses? Like, is this health issue an actual excuse? Is it a big enough excuse? And then I was like sitting in bed, like resting because that's what you do when you're not feeling well. But then, I start like spiraling and I'm like, I could be doing this or I could be doing that. Like, why am I not putting enough effort into this and that and whatever? And I think in my discussion with Olivia, they were like, you're the one that always says like, it's an accomplishment to like get out of bed. So like, I think you need to like take your own advice sometimes because you know, we're our hardest critics and we get so down on ourselves and we need to be kinder to ourselves. Yeah, that's much easier said than done. Um, yeah. Like, even as I say all this, like, I feel like absolute shit about it and that I'm not making progress and I feel terrified of, like, that I'm going to end up so far behind everyone else and that, like, what if, like, I'm not depressed, I just suck. Yeah. Um, have you and ever like, it's it's additionally like things are complex right now because like grief and depression is a right. difficult combination um have you yeah. ever heard um 
it's something that I think about sometimes. Lauren Bostick says it a lot. She like she talks about, you know, her and her husband moved to Austin and, you know, tried this thing. It's like slowing down to speed up. Yeah. Um, like that. We talked about that at Lululemon a lot, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like she talks about that a lot. And I feel like every time I see it on her stories, it's like a reminder to myself that like, sure, I maybe feel some certain type of way about certain aspects of my life and how quote unquote successful they may present or be. Um, but I like to be like, you know what? I'm slowing down to speed up. I'm taking the time to like figure out what's happening to hopefully one day speed up a bit. <laughs> I just feel like I've been going slow for a pretty long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's but yeah. okay. So that's where we're at. Yeah. I actually wrote a little something too about like my, oh my month. God. I know. Well, because I feel like, like you said, I think it's really easy to look on people's social media or see how they're showing up like in that moment and be like, oh my God, they're doing so well. Like they're so amazing. Like why am I not like this and that and whatever like them? But like I feel like this month has been really hard for me because – um you know, stuff with my health and like my vaginal health has been like a mess. And then work really increased this month. Like, you know, I've been kind of s- skating or what is it? Like scoting, coasting, coasting. coasting. <laughs> no. Goating? Did you say goating? <laughs> I did. As in G-O-A-T? Like a goat. I think so. I couldn't get the word. I was like, let me just say whatever comes to my head. Um, I've been like coasting for a while as an intern. Like sometimes some days would be busy, but most days were not. And then this month, my team, like I'm very happy. They started really relying on me with TikTok and I've started making a lot of videos for them. But that has taken a lot of creative energy away from like podcasts and like personal content creation. And So I've just been feeling really frustrated by that because like I love the podcast. I love making videos for my TikTok and I'm like, I want to be putting my efforts into this, but like I need to make money and like, you know, kind of secure, I guess, some like, uh, what's it called? Identity capital as Miss Meg J would like to say. Um, And I guess I'm trying to realize that putting so much pressure on myself, comparing myself to others and being so hard on myself isn't helpful. Sometimes I can realize it and then like other times I can't. And like I just wanted to share this because like you said, I think it's important to acknowledge when things aren't all that great, that life swings between highs and lows and in-betweens. And I think it's important to recognize them, be honest about it because everyone experiences them. Yeah hot yeah so don't you're not alone if you're you know on the struggle bus we be riding that struggle bus all the way to the end of the line baby holla back girl love a struggle bus as long as mm-hmm. it's pink <laughs> <laughs> like pink like the struggle bus would be like gray it probably the would struggle be. bus true so maybe like the 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 not struggle bus is like pink and bejeweled amazing amazing okay in other news though some tv recommendations amazing i've been watching a lot of tv um swarm i haven't watched it yet but it looks really good it's on amazon prime and i also make tiktoks for like amazon prime videos and i've been making them about uh, about uh, swarm in particular and I didn't want to watch it because it has to do with like murderer scary spooky ooky but it's so good like so good like you think you is good this takes it to a whole other level of good I've heard really good things about it I'm really looking forward to watching it I'm just like not ready to fully commit to a spooky ooky slash I yeah. kind of started a spooky ooky I started watching yellow jackets okay I don't know that one Oh, have you heard? It? So it's about that girls soccer team team that gets it's it's a not true story. Um, oh. It's on Showtime, I believe, which is the reason why I haven't watched it for so long, even though I kept hearing about it. It's about this like high school girls soccer team that on the way to um, like nationals or something, the plane crashes and they get stranded in the woods and they're out there for like 19 months and it flashes Holy between shit. like 
the crash and the 19 months afterwards and them like 20 years in the future. Oh my God. That's really interesting. It's really good, but it gets like, dark. <laughs> no, I know. That's how I felt about like Swarm. It's I also because I've been watching like the content from like the events that they had at South by Southwest. I think it's such an important show because, you know, the one of the creators, Janine Neighbors, talks about how like so many like serial killers or violent people in the media in like TV shows are white men. And so her and Donald Glover like came up with this idea about like, you know, a black woman can be violent and a serial killer too. And it can be just as good of a story. Um, And I think it's so interesting because basically the show is like based on super fandom and yes it, there's a lot yes. of beyonce yes sort of the pa- inspired yes mm-hmm. and it's just so freaking interesting and dominique fishback who plays dre the main girl oh my freaking god like she was just so good and i'm just watching this and i'm like how did you act this like this is so crazy i feel like i need to watch it like asap because i so okay tiktok has begun just like constantly showing me videos of tv shows to spoil them like daisy jones and the six the finale came out on friday um the final two episodes and literally it was like 10 30 in the morning it come out that day and i was on mm. tiktok and i was already seeing like just casual videos of full spoilers and i was like you haven't even given me 12 hours to watch it like you need to w- at least give me 24 hours to watch <laughs> the fucking show before you spoil it like, like goddamn. What? And I've been seeing so many videos of Swarm as well. That's so interesting. I don't get fed like any like TV stuff. I think it's partially because I've been looking at a lot of Yellow Jacket stuff. Oh, well, okay. that's also similar vibes. Yeah. Um, as in but, like murdery girl. Yeah. I just, oh my God. It's so freaking good. I can't even like recommend it enough. And I do not like spooky, ooky things. Like I, every time she like killed somebody, I literally like put my head into Olivia's shoulder. I was like, I'm not watching it. Do you want to know something funny? I like what? love spooky oopy ooky things theoretically. Like I I I watched way too much Criminal Minds and like Law and Order SVU growing up and like I used to listen to My Favorite Murder a lot. Yeah. But at the same time like I'm so afraid of it. Like I'm terrible with horror movies. I remember freshman year a bunch of people in our class we went and saw it. Oh and I yeah. Spent the entire movie hiding in my freshman year roommate Michaela Jacobs' shoulder. <laughs> Wow, so many stories about that girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a whole saga with that, y'all. We'll get to it someday, maybe. Um, and, like, I love, like, thrillers, especially, like, the theory, story, and analysis of them. But I'm, like, kind of particularly living alone. I'm too chicken shit to watch them. So I literally actually watch. There's, like, a YouTube, like, uh, channel that's, like, explaining a lot of like horror thriller movies and I watch a lot of the videos and I read a lot about like horror and thriller movies but I rarely actually watch Watch. them because they scare me so much but I like love learning about them and like whatnot um so I know the plots of all of them but I haven't actually watched them (laughs) I've never been like a horror girl like ever like I just do not like it but Olivia was like I really want to watch it and I was like you know like I'm making videos about it like I should watch it so when we did and it was so good but yeah like every killing my face and Olivia's arm, I actually ended up bruising them because I had my hand like gripped around their arm and I, and then she killed somebody. And then I like, like went like this and I have like really, you know, sharp nails and I like bruised them by accident because I didn't realize like I was like clenching up like that. Um, And then like when we finished the show, I was like, you need to come downstairs with me. I'm not going by myself. Yeah. No, now that I live alone, I really won't. Um, speaking of nails, so we got our nails done for a shoot, which was a while ago now because we're a couple episodes now into our second episode. Maybe yeah. this is the third. I don't know. Yeah, we're over um, almost like almost two months because I think the podcast shoot was like February 11th. Yes. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I got my nails done for it, and I'm not really keeping up with getting my nails done, partially just because I don't feel like it, partially because it's really expensive and I'm pretty broke. Uh, but I'm also too cheap to get them removed because I don't want to pay to get them fucking removed, but they, (laughs) they really 
the person who put my nails on did a fantastic job because they really weren't coming off. Normally they'd start kind of breaking off. Yeah. Which is like not good for your nail, but literally only one of my nails had come off. And that was like, it wasn't even really coming off. I could feel it a little bit. Then I cut it down and was able to sort of get it off, but they were just so long, like crazy grown out. And my nails were just too long. So I finally, the other day just cracked and I literally just cut, I initially cut it down to where my like natural nail was. Then I was like, I just need to get it off. So I cut my nails all the way down and you obviously won't be able to see but I like filed off <laughs> like I literally took a little like in a little mini nail kit that I had like a yeah. little filer and I've just been like sawing off like my leggings were covered in just nail dust powder but I guess this is bitter better than literally Sarah has seen me just grow them out all the way yeah and, like they were purple and it looked insane um <laughs> they, they were long looking... yeah no they still look kind of insane if you look at them because like you there still is like the molding stuff that they put on top of it. Like I've filed off the polish and I've filed it pretty far down. It definitely does still look crazy. Um, but I just thought I'd update, but yeah, they really st- like, I, they're still not coming off. <laughs> That's crazy. I know I was supposed to get my nails done yesterday, but because I wasn't feeling well, I did not. So we'll see how long my nails last. I'm getting them done actually after our next interview next Wednesday. So slay. I just couldn't do the full. They were so long. I couldn't do things. I know. I that's, like, this is going insane. That's another thing about being a woman. Why is it so expensive to get our nails done? Like I just want my nails done. Like is that. I was really thinking about it with like doing temping stuff the other day. I was like we sh- women should not only be paid equal we should be paid more because the amount of money that I spend on products so like I couldn't show up to work like at a lot of places not wearing makeup I would be deemed unprofessional if I did that and people would tell me that I looked haggard or tired or sick mm-hmm. or fucking whatever we spend so much fucking money on this shit like it's costs money just for us to go places and you know I've, I go through phases where I'll become really annoyed at this stuff and I'm, I'm in another phase of being really annoyed at just the cost of being a woman no literally but so when I started my internship like um another one of our friends that works there too I was like oh my god like what do I wear and she's like it's really chill like don't worry and I've seen that over the last like couple months like people will come in no makeup like leggings sweatpants like whatever and I finally started like wearing sweatpants and leggings to work and let me tell you I don't think I can ever go back like we have a interview tomorrow like a podcast swap after I work and I'm like I'm going to bring a pair of jeans or something to change into because I will be wearing sweatpants or leggings to work I love that for you yeah it's honestly like like I every office should do this like I like my friends who work in real offices I just don't understand how they do that that just sounds terrible and it just I'm just like why it seems unnecessary if you have like a big important meaning then yeah I get it yeah like like I get not having sweats or whatever but like just like let people be more comfortable especially women because like the stuff that we're fucking expected to wear is so goddamn uncomfortable yeah yeah. Before we get into the topic of the week, one more TV show wreck. I think you may have watched it. I'm not sure. Shrinking? Yes. I. That's what I recommended the other week. Yes. yes. Very I, good. Yes. I have like an episode and a half left, but I was watching it with Olivia, so I have to wait till I see them on Wednesday, but so good. I love Jason Segel. Yes. He's so good at that like heartbreaking funny. Yes. He is like my celeb crush. <laughs> Like, that's what I've done, like, because he's funny. Like, I just think I love him. And then I love the girl who plays Gabs. I think Gabs is such a great character. Yes. I I, I love the cast dynamic. They're all really funny together. Yeah. And I love Harrison Ford in it. Oh, my God. He is, as Paul, I'm obsessed. So good. Yeah. Honestly, love that show. It's so, I think I, I described it to Olivia as, like, it's like a deeper kind of sitcom. Yes. It It's, like not dark comedy no but like not sad comedy but like shit's going on comedy that comes out of like deep truth of heart break and sadness yeah yeah so get on get on the tv shows guys and also i just started the new seasons of love is blind crazy i've heard it's a mess it's okay there are these two mean girls micah yeah. and Irina. i think her name is 
like definition of mean girl like these girls are doing some nasty things and look it's inter interesting television i'm not gonna lie but like they're being really mean i've been considering watching love island recently oh i think something that's holding me back from watching it <laughs> particularly because i'm not doing hot right now is all i can think of is the montage in euphoria where rue is really depressed and i don't know if she actually watches love island or like a knockoff love island but all i can think of is that <laughs> If you watch like, Love Island, you have to like the like I think season three is really good. Like the earlier seasons, I don't know. I didn't. I've been told I, to watch Love Island UK if I'm gonna watch anything. Yes, ju- yeah, the US one is not that good. Watch UK. But yeah, yeah. I hope this has been entertaining, everyone. <laughs> I know. And if you have any opinions on Love Is Blind, please hit me up in our DMs because I could talk about it for hours. I just feel like it's never going to be as good as the first season because like I feel like that was more genuine than like I even saw a TikTok of someone being like those two like the two mean girls I haven't even watched this season but um being like they definitely wanted to be on like too hot to handle and they were right. like mm, you can be on love is blind right well I've seen some TikToks being like the thing about love is blind now it's like whereas in the beginning sort of like how in the beginning with the bachelor and bachelorette mm-hmm. people were going on it for true intentions like trying to find now love or whatever out, and right. like, that's fine but like, right it like you could tell less interesting TV. Yeah. Right. Like you could tell these two girls were, you know, trying to stir up drama, trying to get on TV. Like uh, Micah is manipulating men left and right. I just want to throw her across the room. Like I was a like, girl. No, no, no. So that's a tea on that. So this week we are going to talk about having fun in your <laughs> 20s fun i don't know why that just really made me laugh girls just wanna have fun um but basically i saw this tiktok her name is jenna palick she's a tiktoker and she has like a podcast and a brand called fun on weekdays um Mm -hmm. where like her brand i guess like hosts you know events for women like kind of in their 20s or i guess any stage of life and it's like (gasps) events on weekdays Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to share a fun story. From okay, today. go for it. I got coffee with my old dean of students from high school. And I was chatting with her. And she was like, so I heard you have a podcast. And I was telling her about the podcast. And then a couple of minutes later, a girl walks up to us. And she was like, sorry, I I was over here, overheard or was listening to your conversation a little bit. And I heard you talking about your podcast. What's the name of it? And I was like, completely fucking clueless. And she's like oh my god like I need it like from everything you're saying like that just sounds perfect like I'm in my late 20s like I, I, I'll i have to check it out and we had a, a lovely look I would have spoken to her longer but I was like um feels rude um but I just I was like look at us oh my god that's <laughs> so, so exciting she likes it. if she listens to this know that I made my day and I hope you enjoy and I hope you made it past the start of this episode which is just us being real sad <laughs> off the bat um <laughs> hi hello but yeah um that's amazing i love that energy um and then yeah but basically this girl has like a brand podcast about having fun on weekdays and she made like a tiktok about like what fun means as like we go through different phases of our lives and i thought it would be interesting to talk about because there's definitely things that i used to think are that are fun that i no longer think are fun absolutely yeah so how has fun changed for you, like in your twenties? So, one of it's more effort, and what I mean by that is like again, compared to being in college, like it's not just pre built in, and like I can't again speak to everyone's college experiences because ours was a little unique but like I I do think it was similar with like there is a party every Saturday like you kind of know what your plan is going to be every Saturday everyone kind of has the same schedule and like at very least you know that you have that or like I didn't super engage with school events but like there was stuff planned in like it was built in and also at least for us because we were in North Carolina and now we're in New York it is much more fucking expensive (laughs) <laughs> to do shit now yeah um yeah yeah like a dinner will be upwards of a hundred dollars like most of the time because like think about like especially like if you get drinks and like food mm-hmm. like it's just so expensive i agree with that i think how my fun has changed 
and I think a, like a lot of people go through this in their college years was I thought it was really fun to like chug upwards of like 10, 15 White Claw and like get blackout. That's what the next question that you had was, mm-hmm. what did we think was fun that is no longer fun for us? And I wrote, getting crazy drunk. A, it feels embarrassing now. B, it's really expensive. Um, Like, particularly because, like, we very rarely just, like, get drunk in people's apartments anymore. Right, anymore, like we right. Because we all have tiny fucking apartments, which means you need to go somewhere, which fucking costs money. And C, again, kind of on that versus being like in a college bubble versus in a city now like it's way less safe like if mm-hmm. my first year I got way too drunk every party for like a month straight and ended up on my mentor's couch and that was fine because the parties we were at we literally knew everyone like my mentor lived like literally in the same apartment complex like it was relatively safe for me to do so and like that is not the case anymore yeah no the there's one incident that I always think about at Elon it was my 20th birthday I drank way too much this girl who was living on my floor thought it was a smart idea to call me an uber and not put me in the uber and she just like left me and then I guess I ended up like walking home by myself I remember none of it I fell in a bush apparently I was in my shower for three hours like I remember none of this and I get it freaks me out because I'm like so much bad shit could have happened to me Oh, senior year, there was one night where we were all really drunk, and I think my phone had literally died, Mm. and I just decided I was ready to go home, and I literally, we lived off campus at that point, and, like, the biggest issue in that area was that, like, there's this road that you walk down that just, like, there's no streetlights or anything, and you're up against, like, a forest, essentially, (laughs) so, like, it's relatively safe but also not like you're in full darkness for a while and I had a dead phone and all I had for protection was I was carrying a bottle half empty bottle of Prosecco and I walked all the way home and it wasn't a short walk it was like 25 minutes I hadn't told anyone I left Uh, this was the like I got this is the one night of senior year I got too drunk and was sad and whatnot I wouldn't recommend doing this and luckily it worked out fine but that was just luck, baby girl. I know. I think about, yeah. I mean, I just think the whole drinking like a thousand and ten white claw and, and really like getting like, I think also because of the binge drinking culture in college, like it was like this fun kind of competition. Like how much can you drink? How much can you drink? And then when, you know, anxiety started to Mm. be a thing I was just like, this is not fun anymore. Like, this no. isn't cute. And I, I don't have the time to be hungover on all of this. Right, stuff. right. Like, we, you don't want to feel that way. The Sunday scary is like, you have to show up more than just for like school. And again, that would literally be so expensive. Like, if I was to get that drunk <laughs> at a bar in New York, like, that would cost so much fucking money i know and i think also like as the years have gone by like because when i got really depressed in 2019 to like 2020 i kind of like took a step back from drinking because i was realizing that when i was drinking i was crying and then i would be like depressed for like three or four days like really badly and now ever since like coming back from that like i remember last spring is like when i kind of started getting back into like partying and things like that and the things that I've noticed about myself now is that because I'm not in this like binge drinking culture mindset like it will take me like an hour to finish one drink whereas (laughs) I feel like at college like I was pounding like so many drinks per hour like Olivia will be like you literally have been holding the same drink for two hours so it's like harder to get that drunk when you're not drinking that fast yes and also like I now that I'm in a much more comfortable place with it, but like I get overstimulated pretty bad and I used to get really bad social anxiety, especially at like party type stuff, which was part of the reason I would drink so much is to like kind of try and numb that out a little bit. Sure. And part of it is a change in mindset on my point and like being comfortable with my friends being like, when I'm ready to leave, I fucking leave. Yeah. So like I- I'm not going to get that crazy drunk because when I reach the point of like, hey my limit for really loud noise and a lot of people has been reached I'm just gonna go home yeah so like it's unnecessary to get that drunk anymore like I don't need to just stick it out and stay like I'm just gonna peace when it's my time to peace baby girl 
Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's just not like, like a so... scarcity mindset anymore. I feel like yes. there's a real scarcity mindset when it came to like, particularly as an underclassman, when it came to alcohol, like you had to drink it fast and whatever you could get because like it, you were underage, you couldn't get alcohol legally. Like we would drink as much as we could and really fast. And also like there was definitely a culture around like, oh, if you don't eat beforehand, then the alcohol will hit harder and we have limited alcohol. So like, yeah. It was just like, yeah, I look back at it and like, look, it served its purpose at that time. Like, I think a lot of people go through that in college and I'm happy that that is not the life I'm living anymore because I don't, I don't think it's fun. Like, I don't like not feeling like I don't like know where I am or know what I'm doing. Like, I don't ever want to like go back to that. Yeah. And I've also just become much like, even my senior year, I started becoming much more of like a stoner edible type person. Like, Again, like I have pretty bad depression and just like drinking regularly doesn't mix well with that. Yeah. 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 So I guess that answers also like what did we think was once fun that isn't fun. I kind of have a second one though for that. Yeah. I think my big one was just uh, binge drinking. Yeah. I think I've been recently and I'm not sure if this necessarily um fell under the fun route but it kind of fell under this place of like relaxing you know having like taking time for yourself because I kind of think I associate having fun with taking time for yourself but um I think I've been trying to understand when like laying in bed and watching tv and kind of like not and scrolling and whatever like when it serves its purpose and when it doesn't Mm -hmm. because sometimes I feel like I get in these places where like especially this month when I've been so busy I'll get into these spaces where I'm like oh my god I'm busy 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 so when I have nothing to do I need to do absolutely nothing um but then if I do nothing for too long or just like watch tv or scroll for too long I get in these like really bad mental states so I don't know. I'm trying to like be better at acknowledging that and noticing when the the laying in bed watching TV isn't serving me anymore. Um, as Olivia told me yesterday, I need some fucking hobbies. So, yeah, my mom. I mean, again, I've not been doing hot. I need to like see people more often. Um, yeah, and like that's one of the hard parts of living alone. Of like, I really do love living alone, but like you don't have the built-in social interaction. Um, and I think particularly when I'm not doing hot, it's really easy for me to just not see people and that doesn't help you do better. Yeah, I get that. I think, I mean, I think it's different for me personally because of Olivia. I think if I wasn't in this relationship, I'm not sure how, like, and you also still have your family slash- around. Yeah, that's which, like, true. Isn't the same as friends, but like I just like when I'm not doing well, which again I've not been doing hot. I can go a whole day without interacting with a human. And that's yeah, probably not great for you. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's important to get out and see people, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm very all or nothing sometimes, especially when I feel overwhelmed. So I'm trying to be better at like noticing when doing nothing doesn't feel fun or like good anymore yes yeah I'm trying to become like not become I'm trying to have more hobbies and I think I'm gonna try like making collages Ooh, love that yeah Olivia and I did this like scrapbook because they got me this yes, like it was so yeah cool. it was so much fun they got me this like these cards and basically they're scratch off dates so the card has like these were like we'll have like travel outdoor sweaty and it it like categorizes them and then you kind of choose off of what you're feeling and then you take this little thing and you scratch it and it has a date oh I love that that's adorable yeah it was really cute so the date was like to make a scrapbook um and I love I love things that's why I love like doing my makeup because I love things that like I can fully put my attention on yeah um yeah yeah, I've been getting back in a little bit to makeup. Um, you all obviously can't see it. And I don't know how well Sarah can see because we're kind of in the dark. I've really been back into blonde brows. Um, not I like love the blonde brow. Bleaching them, but I like use concealer essentially to like in a non-drag queen way to like 
I essentially brush it through. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've been really vibing with that recently and doing a lot of colorful eyeshadow. And again, as I've like not been doing the cutest, how many times have I said that this episode? Um, Just like something to bring a little bit of joy. Yeah, a hundred percent. A a tie into what we were saying earlier about like thriller horror movies, like, uh, (laughs) X and Pearl I haven't seen them but I find them really interesting and I've read and like heard a lot of people talk about them and I literally did make up for um Pearl's character from that movie um or no actually it was Maxine but uh played by the same actress um and I hadn't seen the movie but it was really fun and she had blonde brows which has gotten me back on my blonde brows kick I love it. I love a blonde brow. Not for me, but I think it looks great on you. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me. I'm like, I don't think I would look good with blonde. Like, I never want to dye my hair blonde. I, if I was to ever dye my hair, what I would want to have is like bleach platinum blonde. But I think that'd be very hard for me to have because I think red hair is very bleach and whatnot. Plus, my sister already has that naturally. So I'd kind of be like stepping on her toes, I guess. (laughs) So it's kind of her look. People I literally it. used to ask if she glowed in the dark as a kid because she's so naturally like bleach blonde. Yeah, her hair and is we- so bleach platinum. Kids wouldn't believe us, and we would have to bring her in the dark and show them that she doesn't glow in the dark. Oh People never believe her hair is real, and it's like, no. I, admittedly, a part of it is she spends a lot of time in the sun. There you go. There you go. But I'd be stepping um, on her look. <laughs> do not step on that look, Slay. But, um, so. And I think this is a really interesting question. I'm excited to hear your answer because I my answer is very specific. So do you feel like you're good at like balancing your fun between like weekdays and weekends? Okay. So I feel like we both have slightly different points of view on this because I think you have more friends in sort of the traditional workforce, whereas I have almost none of my friends are in a traditional workforce. So I honestly see more friends, I think, really on the week than I see actually on the weekend because everyone has really weird job schedules. Um, and so I have dinner with a lot of friends on the weekdays. Like I have one friend named Aislinn who we almost exclusively meet up on weeknights um, and we'll switch back and forth of cooking for each other. Um, so yeah, I, I often have meet up with friends on the weekdays because that's usually easier for us to schedule because everyone's working on weekends um but that's just because most of my friends have pretty non-traditional yeah week schedules yeah I know well my story with this is like I remember in elementary school like telling somebody that I couldn't have a play date with them Monday through Thursday because I just like did not have play dates Monday through Thursday. Like I would go home, do my schoolwork, chill. So I've always had this mindset of like Monday through Thursday, like I am not hanging out with people. I'm not really doing quote unquote like these fun activities that you do with your friends. Like sure, you can have fun like on your own, of course. Um, But literally, literally, I remember in college, people would ask to make plans with me on weeknights. And so at boarding school we had check-in at like mm. 6 45 and people would ask me to make plans and I kept telling people no and I literally realized it was because like in my head like you're not allowed to do that yeah like we had no. to check and we had study hour and then you had time to get ready for bed and you weren't allowed to have people in your rooms like that's not allowed yeah I remember my freshman year of college like the girls that lived on my floor they would always try and get me to go out on um on what's it called, on Thursday or Tuesday, and I would always say no. I mean, sure, I had 8 a.m. ballet the next day, but also I was like, frick, no. Like, I just don't do that. Um, And so that's always who I've been. And so I feel like I'm trying to challenge that a lot more now because I've realized that, again, it comes back to this idea of, like, I get afraid to overwhelm myself. And sure, there's a time and place where, like, this week I'm so busy because I'm traveling on Thursday. Like, I will be working and going home. But there's also room to, like, go grab dinner with somebody after work or, like, you know, on a Thursday night when I don't have work on Friday, like, I can do something that night, you know? Yeah. But it's been like hard for me. It's like weird. I honestly, the first step into it was doing it in my relationship because I used to be like, I will not see you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Thursday because I'm working. Um, And I need to like push myself enough to show myself that I can like handle it. 
yeah, I, I guess in college, like I really, I don't think I would super do things during weeknights again, partially because we would often have like a rehearsal and whatnot. Um, but I was dating someone my junior year. I mean, like we, like, I think probably five or six days out of the week, one of us was at each other's place. Yeah. Like that broke that habit a bit for me. But then the pandemic happened and it was like, nope, no more plans ever again. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to be better at like balancing the fun a little bit because I think sometimes I do feel this living for the weekend vibe, you know, grinding during the week. And then I just want it to be the weekend so I can like let myself have fun. But there's space for that, even if it's for like an hour or two, you know, that's what I've been trying to get better at in my relationship is like, okay, like I can go to Olivia's or they can come here. We can watch a couple of TV shows and then I can go home because like I need to wake up earlier X, Y, Z. Yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that. Um, what are like current like definition of fun or things that you currently think are like really fun? Do you want to know what I wrote under current definition of fun? Sure. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I don't I don't <laughs> Words that I think of with fun are friends, food, conversation, again, doing fun makeup. Um I, like, again, I think fun is a lot more focused around quality time with people now. Um, and a lot of things that I do with people are very low key and usually just involve mostly talking, <laughs> which is kind of super fucking lame of me, but I'm perfectly okay with that. No, I agree. I agree. I put down going out to dinner with Olivia because I find that really fun or just like going out to dinner with anybody. Like I love food and I love going out to dinner and I think that's really fun. Um, Dancing at Henrietta's. (laughs) Um, That is where I feel comfortable like going out and having a good time. I feel like I need a messy night soon. Like I know it's partially just chaos and kind of uh, doing not cute again how many times have I said that but I feel like you know the part (laughs) of Olivia Rodrigo when she's like I want it to be like messy that's what I'm feeling yes that's the thing it's like once I get to Thursday of the week I'm like I just need to go out and like let it loose and that and I've been doing that by like going to this uh bar in the city called Henrietta Hudson and just like having so much fun and I think there's like so many elements to it it's like it's a queer space I feel really seen there I feel safe there I feel like the DJs are really great and so and now like the staff knows who I am so I feel like I'm in a a little I know I'm a regular but um so it's just like it's this I, I think a thing about me especially with going out is like I need to feel like safe in this place or feel like I kind of can predict what's going to go on, you know, because sometimes people will like go out and it's like, we don't really know where we're going. And it's like, you're going to all these different places. Like, I don't know. That's the thing. It's like so many times I've gone out and like, it's just us constantly moving from one bar to another. Yeah, no, (laughs) that is not for me. That only happens during a day drink for me, like for my birthday brunch, which I'm not sure if I talked about on here yet. Um, Maybe I did. No, because we we haven't. We haven't. Really? What was last episode? Um, I don't know. But we I don't know. Haven't. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I, I so I had this birthday brunch. But like not in okay. Yeah. I had a birthday brunch. It was super fun. And like so I really enjoy Jay drinking. Like I just think it is superior. I'm going to drink a um, drink. Yeah. So actually, though, when I do go to Henrietta's, it usually is night drinking because they're not open during the day. But like, that's fine. But for my birthday, I had a brunch. And then a couple friends and I, we went to this place called Oh, shit, what was it called? Um, Okay, I'm blanking on what it's called. But it was like this huge frat party. It was honestly hysterical oh houston hall that's what it was called and it was basically this oh i've been there yeah yeah like okay it's this huge space and like it was like fraught central and so we get in and i'm like this is hysterical and like that I'm place so served its time of place. I knew of the place you're talking about yeah. i went there with my friends i love that one time there you go. It was crazy in there. I was like, this is like college yes, all over it again. It was big um, And we, 
Yeah, we stayed there for a little and then like we left. We got some pizza and then we went to Henrietta Hudson. But like we started drinking at noon and I stopped drinking at like 10 p.m. Honestly, so impressive. I'm not the person who can day drink and then muscle through. I always try and I just fall asleep. Well, here's the key. So at my brunch, I started like I was having Aperol spritzes galore. And then I started realizing, oh, I'm getting a little tipsy. Like I need to slow it down. So then I slowed it down. And then like when I went to this Houston Hall place, like I had like one drink and then I went for it. Everything. I think if I sober up in between, it's like I don't want to get drunk again. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. It was like a weird. It's like this weird thing. Drunk for 12 hours straight. Like that's just uh, not something I can do. No, it's it's not feasible. But yeah, so Henrietta's and then I also said doing makeup like you said. I love doing makeup. I do think it's really fun. Um, And then I also said like I love when I'm really into a TV show that I can like put my phone down and like fully focus on it because like as a creative person, like I just love watching art. I love – I saw a show this weekend Um, – my mom, thank you, mom, oh. very much. She, she was like, "Go." What you I see? saw um, uh, Peter Pan goes wrong, which is like a playoff of the play oh, that cool. goes wrong. I think the play that goes wrong is better than Peter Pan goes wrong, but Peter Pan goes wrong was still fun. Again, I wasn't doing hot, and my mom was very sweet, and she offered to let me see a show. Um, so I, I, I went and saw a play that night, and that was very nice. Um, yeah, that's so nice. I saw Parade. I know. I love that show. It was great. Yeah, it was so great. I had never seen it before in its entirety. And, like, I guess that gets into, like, things that we do that aren't drinking that are fun. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm starting to get back on my show grind. Every time I go, I get more and more comfortable. Like, I don't always want to break down in tears and cry. Like, I'm starting to enjoy watching theater again. I've been singing a lot more, which has been really nice. And, like, I've been enjoying that. Yes. Yes, I know. I actually took a voice lesson because on Friday I had a voice lesson and then I ended up getting tickets the same night. I was like, oh, like I'll just stay in the city in the in-between. So I had like a little solo day and I had a voice lesson. I was like, okay, great. I can still sing. It's not going anywhere. And then I actually went to this place right by where Audrey lives because I know it's like I could sit at the bar and I just like sat there. It was glorious. I felt like a queen. I used to I do was, like, solo at dates bar. in high school, and I think they were a really great thing to do to strengthen your relationship with yourself. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I think the impulse at first is, like, obviously to find, like, somebody to come hang out with you or to, like, call somebody on the phone. And, like, sure, that first, like, maybe five or ten minutes that I was sitting at the bar, I felt a little weird. But also there were so many other people solo. There was actually a guy that walked in the same time as me with his laptop, too, and was, like, working for most of the time I was there. And so I was kind of like – Slay. It's like people really don't give a fuck what you're doing. At least in a city. Yeah, like exactly. In my small town, yeah, people give more of a fuck of what you're doing. But like here, like no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think an- uh, some other things that I like to do that don't involve drinking are like going to museums. I really do enjoy that, especially like the Met when they have like their exhibit for the year that comes out, the fashion one. Yes. Um, I also like walking in Central Park a lot. I think that's – it's so beautiful, especially like this time of year and in the fall. Yes, absolutely. I love walking around the city. Yeah. I mean like I just – I love how walkable it is. Yeah. Are there any things that you like to do that are fun that don't involve I love drinking? cooking um not yeah. all the time I mean like it's annoying to do on a daily basis but I love like trying out new stuff um <laughs> I'll go to Whole Foods for fun a lot like sometimes I'll just walk around Whole Foods Whole Foods is my happy place I feel like Whole Foods just makes you feel good like I, I walk so in there and I feel better yeah yeah, yeah. like I feel at yeah. peace that's the right word and there's all this like healthy shit that like I really just don't want, but it's so nice to look at. Yeah, it. and there's just so much fun stuff to look <laughs> at. Um, yeah, I think the rest of them we already listed. Yeah, yeah, I feel like something that I've been I put this on my goals for 2023, and I've been trying to remind myself of my goals because sometimes I forget them. But I've been I really do want to be more intentional intentional about spending time with friends not drinking because I think a lot of the time like I do see a lot of my friends when it's like oh it's time to let loose like let's go have some drinks and have fun but I want to be better at like oh maybe let's go take a workout class or like 
do cook like you know you cook a lot with your friends that is not something i do <laughs> i don't really let my friends because cook i can't me. cook I, I i don't like people getting in my way True. i'm happy to maybe let them sue sue chef um i don't know why i said it like that uh sue <laughs> um <laughs> but i also no friends to certain friends but get kind of picky when they're bad at chopping things and i would just rather do it myself i'm kind of a bitch about certain things i cannot chop cannot chop not for me (laughs) (laughs) um and last but not least how do you think like friendship is affected by like how people view fun like i'm not really friends with a ton of people who like go out a ton and i think it's just because like we don't have that much in common and partially just like i think the field we're in uh, like i've just never been friends with people who go out a ton because that's just not what i like to do um and I think partially because of, like, the field major, whatever we are in, like, that's just not really the people I became friends with. Um, and I, like, even I think when it, like, comes to relationship, like, I think back on, like, uh, adults I've known who have gotten divorced who've been in my family. And, like, one of the biggest things is, like, they don't have any shared, like, things they like to do together. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so important in a relationship because my current relationship, there's so many things that we like to do together. And my other, my old relationship with my ex, like there was nothing that we did together besides have sex. Like nothing. <laughs> like my, like how is that supposed to last? My one friend I've made in the city, um, Aislinn, shout out to Aislinn. I don't think she listens, which is perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> the one who I, we go back and forth of cooking dinner for each other is so we'll cook dinner, we'll get stoned, we have good conversation and like- Slay. it's a lovely time and i always have a wonderful time yeah. just always do that exact same thing and it's lovely yeah yeah i think like i've realized kind of similarly like you know as you get older and people's drinking and partying habits change like i have seen that you know sort of like affect different friendships and and how that like comes into play or like for example like i really enjoy going to henrietta hudson's like that is not some of my straight friends preferences and I'm not going to make them go, but like, that's where I want to go because I feel like I have fun there. So I think that can be difficult sometimes. And that's why I think it's important to find like the non drinking things that you have like in common with your friends, because that's like where you can meet in the middle and where you can like, you form memories and like relationships with people when drinking. I'm not saying that you don't, but I do think the quality of the bond you build while doing things that are not like drinking or getting stoned or getting fucked up or whatever are stronger. Like there's mm-hmm. people that I've gone out with a ton, but we're not really close anymore because the connection we formed wasn't that meaningful or deep from those experiences. Right. It was very fun and I'm always going to treasure and love those experiences, but it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. I think it's it can be hard when, you know, people are, you know, growing up and we're moving all moving in different directions in life and we're yeah, we're trying to figure out what's enjoyable to us. Like is this thing that I did for X Y Z amount of years still fun or enjoyable to me? And if it's not, like like you know, if all my friends are doing this one thing and I don't like it anymore, like it does sort of take you away yeah. from that. And like and that's, that's okay. how it is. And there's like nothing wrong with yeah. drinking, drinking and going out. It just really doesn't work for me. Yeah, I think it's – I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I do enjoy going out. And I think for me it's usually like once a week or maybe once every other week. Like for example, this month has been really crazy with partying because it was my birthday. It was my friend's birthday. Like just a lot of partying. And so like this weekend I was like – I need to like not go out and I need to have a chill weekend. Like I'm going away and I'm going to probably be drinking there. Like, you know, so I think finding like what works for you. And also like, yeah, if you're going out and you're not having a good time, like why go or go home? Yeah. Slay. People say go big or go home. Sometimes I just go home. Sometimes that's the answer. Irish exit. <laughs> Look, I, I never fully Irish goodbye. I always tell one no. person. <laughs> but you usually do. You do. only one person. <laughs> yeah, so then you've got to like figure out who that person is. <laughs> I usually go with the person who I think would be the most worried if I'm missing. Or if like it's kind of equal all around, I tell the person I think is the most likely to remember. 
who seems the most sober. There you go. There you go. All right, you guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. So far, so good with the technical issues. Just one, but you won't hear I'm that. I'm it out, so it's as if it never happened. <laughs> yeah. Holler, holler. So if you like what you are hearing, you can follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on YouTube and TikTok at Completely, F-C-K-I-N-G, Clueless. Woohoo! And you should definitely, like, rate, subscribe. Send it to a friend follow do all the things because it would make us really happy and, as i've said i'm not doing cute try and make me happy <laughs> <laughs> i think my i think my oh, mom well. literally from when i spoke to her on saturday told my sister i wasn't doing cute because she just sent me like she'll send me random images sometimes or like funny things and she sent me a bunch with no context and i was like mom definitely called you and was like hey be nice to your sister <laughs> be extra yeah. nice so be extra nice yeah. to us I'm Holler. do they work let's find out i know anyways we will see you all next tuesday and i promise it won't be us it'll be an interview so <laughs> get hype and get excited it won't be us <laughs> i mean it will be us but we'll be enjoyed with by somebody you guys are getting two solo episodes in a row because we're waiting to release our interview from last week until another thing is released suspense suspense holla back girl okay you guys have an amazing week and don't forget to be motherfucking clueless bye bitches holla back girl this is